everybody. Hello. We are here with boy, oh boy, conversations with Gray and JC. <gasps> Grayson. JC. Grayson, what is going on in your week? It's been so long. Oh, just this, that, and the other. What does that mean? What does that what does that entail? Um oh, I mean shit, that's a loud car. I've what had some loud ones recently. The other night, someone was like probably street racing or something because there was a bunch of like screeching, yo, and popping, and yo. What if their cars. car was just breaking down and they needed help, and you didn't help them? Well, I'm fairly confident they were like racing by mm-hmm. because the sound went. Well, there's no pop in that. That's just uh, it gets well, louder. They were, they were just random pops. Mm, I understand. There wasn't like a big loud pop. And like a, a crashing sound. No, no okay, nothing okay. like that. that would a be lot of screeching concern. as well. But no I don't crashing. know if that was the, from them like starting or what it was. Because it kind of like continued all the way down the street. It was very odd. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Well, Grayson, that's exciting news to hear that that was what this, that, or the other consists of. That is well, No, no, no. That some... was me commenting on oh. the fact that you heard a loud, loud car. Oh, my bad. Then what does this, that, and the other consist of? You know, this, that, and the other. Oh, no. You're right. You're right. My bad. My bad about that. I've been hanging out. Um, which the did I, I already did the drug test by last episode, right? I don't know. You, I, hey guys, big news! Grayson passed his drug test. I passed my drug test and background check for his future job in January. So, given no unfortunate mishaps between now and then, Grayson should be a very employed man. It'll no be longer so a boy. exciting. No longer a boy, Grayson. How does that make you feel? Kind of indifferent. Mm. Are we going to change the name of the podcast now that we're two employed post-college boys to Man Oh Man? Because maybe boys isn't as acceptable anymore. Nah. Man I still oh feel man. like it fits. Man Oh Man is still a phrase. People say that. Like man, Only oh weird man. people. Huh? Only weird people, though. I would say it's way weirder to say boy oh boy. No. Yeah. No, boy oh boy is very normal and cool. Because I, I can picture a real-life person saying, man, oh, man. Like, not really, but, like, I feel like it's more reasonable to picture someone saying, man, oh, man, than, boy, oh, boy. You know? I disagree entirely. When have you ever heard someone say, boy, oh, boy, well, unironically? Right unironically or without referring to the title of a podcast? Um, I don't know. I don't have that good a memory. I'm sure it's come up. Whereas, like... I feel like Hans has definitely said it to me at some point. It seems like a Hans thing to but do. But Hans, I don't think, would say it without irony. You know, Hans would say it knowing it's a little bit of a weird phrase. And no. that it's also the title of a podcast. No, Hans would just say, boy, oh, boy. You think so? Yeah. Give me an example. I don't know. It doesn't just... have to be a real example. But, like, give me an example where Hans would theoretically use it. Well, like, if we were playing Minecraft and then we just got into the end and we were killing the Ender Dragon yeah. and he got thrown up into the air by the Ender Dragon because, you know, when it hits you, it, like, launches Not you sometimes. Really. I've never fought the Ender Dragon, but okay. That's really sad. But sometimes it launches you up into the air and then you fall down. I can imagine him, like, in the air being like, boy, oh boy, this is a big drop and just meaning it entirely. Would he click his heels while he does it? I don't know if you can click your heels in Minecraft, and I can't imagine doing it sitting down. I, first of all, I was picturing real-life Hans being blasted into the air in the end, mm. so that's on me. I wasn't really picturing his... his. I don't even remember what his skin is. It's, it's like a, a computer guy. Oh, yes. That's right. That's right. That's right. But, Grayson, we're burying the lead on this podcast, and if there's one thing we can't do... But also, do, how would we spell the second man? Main. Main. Main, right? 
Man, you I would have to put like a G in there. M A G N, man. Man, ma- Maggie. M A N N E, like the Isle of Man. man. Ma- how would that be? That sounds like it's pronounced Mon. No, Isle of Man. Mon. Eh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. We got time before mm-hmm. we're like actually men. We have until like mid January, so that's exciting. <laughs> do you know how to change a tire, Grayson? I do. Okay, okay. I guess I will have to learn, and then that, that's our two goals. You have to start your job. I have to learn how to change a tire, and we'll both be men. You know, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever actually changed the tire with the help of my dad? Yes. Okay. On my own, no. I was thinking to myself, I, I, I've never changed a tire. I've never had to, and thus I've never had to learn, right? Just because it's never a thing that's popped up. I don't even think my dad knows how to change a tire. You know, mm. we have AAA, so well, I mean, if we're paying for a service where they, you know, fix your tire for you, why not use it? But also. But but also, I should probably learn, and also, I don't have to actually do it to learn. I could probably just watch some videos, get the gist of it. Yeah, the internet is really useful. Yeah, but I always thought to myself, if I ever end up in a situation where I do have to change a tire, which I really don't foresee, I could always just YouTube it then and do it in the moment. Unless you have no reception and That's you're all alone fear. in the middle That's of nowhere. The fear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Should I maybe like download a video from you like download a tutorial on how to change tires i'm gonna be honest with you jc you could probably just figure it out well i meant like i could download it from youtube and save it on a flash drive and stick it in my glove compartment but you think i could just intuitively figure out how to yeah it's not like it's a complicated like there's there's three things you need one of the three things is a spare tire well yeah that's my worries i don't think a prius even has a spot for a spare tire so this is really never going to Yeah, no, there. it'll never come up. No, I don't think so. You don't have like a panel in your trunk that lifts up? There is, but there's no tire in it. I don't think it's big enough for a tire. Oh. Yeah. But there, like, there's like a secret compartment. There is. But In my experience, that's normally where the tire goes. No, and that would make sense. Again, I just think it's so small of a car. It does not have it. Mm-hmm. It may. It may. In that other secret compartment. It could. It could. It could. It could. But no, not that I'm aware of. But, but Grayson... I, I, I figure that I can just learn in the moment with the with the with the YouTube video, but also intuitively the the three things I need I probably don't have, namely the spare tire, but also the tools. But if I did have them, I imagine you just you there are like those little circles all along the wheel, right? Like those little mm-hmm. poppy things. You twist those off, and then does the tire just kind of slide off from there? Well, first you have to jack the car up. That's what I was picturing too, but I sure as shit don't have a car jack, so. Like well, then you're gonna be in quite a pickle. So you can't do it with because it, it's just it's flat on the ground. Otherwise, you have to, yeah. it has to be lifted. It has to be raised. I I've maybe it's possible. I wouldn't risk it. I mean, maybe like if I were stranded with somebody, I could lift the car. Well, wow, um, the tires being taken off. You know, probably not. I I might though. I might. I just have to make believe like. I don't know, someone I care about is under one of the wheels, right? Or I guess the wheel that I'm lifting, no? I, I just got to tell you, JC, I, I don't think it's going to work. You think I'd maybe blow out my back? That or just not accomplish anything. Oh, so maybe break my back and be left without a a, a working car with That would tires. be the worst case scenario. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, I mean, I've already faced a good chunk of that worst case scenario this week, Grayson. I already did have a not working car. Just a Seems few days to happen ago. to you a lot. I mean, I guess so. This this beautiful red Prius that I have, Grayson, which, by the way, to get sidetracked for a moment, you have a new tenant in this building. You have a new neighbor who has a red Prius with bumper stickers. I've seen it. Just thought you should know. Yeah, I'm aware. And in addition to that, Grayson, I think you should become friends with them. You should maybe watch their car or like set up a ring camera down there 
and just kind of see where they live and, and, you know, introduce yourself. Right? Well, I have a community board thing. I could always just post on the community board, hey, who owns the red Prius in Building A? I would like to be your friend. You should do that. Would you please? I'll think about it. Okay, okay. Think about it. Think about it. But, oh, oh, with my red Prius, Grayson, Mm -hmm. the one that does not belong to a tenant in your building, it it used to work perfectly. My mom had that car for years and years and years. It's a 2015 Prius. She had it since, they released it like the year before, right? So a 2015 Prius comes out in 2014, right? I have no clue. I think so. I think that's how cars work. So she's had it since 2014. I got it in 2021. So that's like seven years she had it, right? And never once did it have any issues. You know, there's routine maintenance, oil changes, all that kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But never an issue. And then I come down from school, summer of 2021, and within the first week that I have it, the battery dies, you know? This sounds like you caused it somehow. Well, that that first one I disagree with. I I don't know how you could have caused it. But it does very much feel like you keep causing this somehow. It does, but also you would think maybe it also lines up that a vehicle, and this is maybe a silly thought for me to have, that after um, seven years, seven plus years of wear and tear, maybe then it starts to I mean, to go maybe, wonky. but seven years of nothing, and then the moment you get it, yeah. that seems like a pretty big coincidence. No, you're right. You're right. You're Quite right. a winky ding It's hard to look past, Grayson. You bring up a good point, but the battery was fucked up, and then... When I got that new battery for the car back then, summer of 2021, my uncle was in town, okay? And my uncle, he's like a little handyman. He he does that kind of stuff. And so he was the one replacing the battery. And my grandfather had come over. And my grandfather is not a fan of my uncle. Let's just put that out there, right? And so (laughs) my grandfather was kind of like hovering over him while he was like fixing the battery or like putting the new battery in. And at one point, my uncle got a mallet out and was hitting the battery over and over with it and my grandfather was freaking out because he was like there's no reason you should need a hammer to get a battery into a car it should just go in and then i don't know they argued about it and then i told my dad and my mom like hey is there supposed to be a hammer when you put a battery in a car and they were like no why would he use a hammer like very confused by it (laughs) but he did and that's been the battery that's been in my car for the past year and a half um spoiler grayson it's no longer in my car that battery died already after a year and a half so either it was the malleting of it into the car or just me abusing it for the past year and a half i'm gonna go with you abusing it yeah but how i don't know i don't really understand how priuses work i don't Mm -hmm. understand how cars work in general for the most part Mm mm-hmm but like I can't imagine the mallet did anything. What is the, a, a shock plug? What that that's a term for cars, right? The thing that like gets it to turn on, a shock plug, or is that a, is it a different plug. word? A shock plug. Shock is definitely in there, but it's the things that like kind of shock your battery and get your car turned on when you ignite the ignition. It sounds kind of familiar. Well, that that needed to be replaced in the new battery because guys, I went to use my car earlier this week on Tuesday and it didn't start. Okay, it just, it was dead. This happened last year too. Last year in December, my car died completely. That was the braking system for some reason. Like the, your car just doesn't turn on, I guess, when the braking system shuts down, which is probably that for the like best. That sounds like a Prius thing. Yeah, but that's smart, you know, rather than me learn my my brakes don't work while driving. That's fair. You know, so that was fine. That got all, I mean, it was expensive as shit, but it got fixed. And then this most recent one, Grayson, it ended up being a non-issue, right? I'm here recording in the humble home studio of your apartment, and 
The reason for that is that I was able to drive here today, which I wasn't expecting to be able to do, but the repairs for the Prius this time around were, were quite easy. Again, just replacing the battery and fixing those spark plugs or something. The more you say it, the more it sounds like a thing, so I'm yeah. just going to assume that that's right. Okay, okay. Spark plugs sounds better than shock. I think I said shock at first. Spark might be what it is. Spark sounds a lot better. Yeah, yeah, let's go with that then. So the spark plugs, those got replaced, all that kind of stuff. But before we could even find out what was wrong with it, Grayson, I had to get it towed to the dealership, okay? Yay! Yay is right. You know, I have AAA. Towing is easy, okay? You call AAA, you say, I need a tow. And then they tow it to wherever you need, right? For free! Except not for free. You pay once a year. But <gasps> the price you pay once a year is cheaper than a single tow. So it's like, why wouldn't you do it? But uh, up until this point, I've only had my car towed once before. So I was thinking, was my AAA membership really worth it? Because I didn't use it the entire year of 2022. And then literally a week later, I used it for this this experience, Grayson. So That's pretty good. The moral of the story is get triple a should i get triple a you should i'll think about it because like it, it's not that much and maybe it's not that much because of my grandfather's military discount mm. but also i think i might if you were to sign up for it my grandfather might be able to get it for you with his military that's so kind because i think he just has to buy it and oh. then you have it you know um but uh, so so military right and and so it's a little bit cheaper but there, there, the downside is what you pay like is it ninety to hundred dollars a year and you don't use it, but in the case that you do, you're saving like at least a hundred to two hundred dollars on the very first go around. You know? See, this makes sense, but hear me out, JC. I don't even have insurance yet, so I'm gonna wait at least until I have insurance before That's I start worrying about that. Fair point. That's a fair point. And also, having AAA before this point for you would have been silly. Um, it wouldn't have made the most sense. No. But now that you will be a driving and commuting boy or man, sorry. Um, I, I would imagine it could be a wise investment. Could be pretty useful. Could be. It could be. So it, it was for me. I had this dead car. I needed it to get to the Toyota dealership to see what was up with it, right? And so I call up AAA. They're like, what do you need? And I say, I need a tow. And they're like, okay, what happened to your car? And I'm like, I don't know, probably the battery. And they're like, okay, a technician is on their way. And then Grayson, they show up half an hour later in a van. And I'm like, okay, I went through this last year. Guess we're doing it again. Um, we're basically, they just don't send a tow the first time. They want to make sure you aren't lying, I guess. And they like test out your vehicle to make sure it really needs a tow, which kind of makes sense. They're going to try to jump it, you know? I think that makes sense. Yeah. And so they, they try jumping it and they're like, oh shit, it's not working. They're like, can you honk your horn? And I said, uh, let me try. And I tried honking my horn. I couldn't. I could not honk my horn. So he was like, oh, shit, your starter's probably dead. And I was like, okay, I don't, I don't know what that means, man. And he was like, oh, uh, we, we just got to call out a tow truck for you. And I was like, that sounds great. That's almost like what I asked for an hour ago. Um, and so they call out a tow truck, Grayson. And, and as they do, Robert leaves. Robert was the one in the van. And they send Arturo, okay, Arturo from Armada Towing. I want to shout them out. Armada Towing in Austin, Texas, guys. Armando, not Armando, what's his name? Arturo shows up with a tow truck. And I think, oh my God, what a day. And he was pretty quick with it too. He showed up like within 30, 40 minutes of Van Man leaving, okay? Mm. And mind you, this is all during the work day for me. And so I, I, I'm supposed to be working during all this time. So 
each and every time I have to go outside and stay with the man servicing the vehicle is quite frustrating, right? Just just to put that out there. Mm-hmm. So uh, already it's a little annoying that it's not a one and done, that they couldn't have just towed it. Already I've, I've taken away like 30, 40 minutes of my day. But Arturo shows up with his tow truck and he's like, oh, have they tried jumping it? <laughs> I was like, yep, that, that's what the dude was just here for. He's like, hmm, do you want me to try anyways? And I was like, if you want, if you want to give it a shot. And so then he tries. It didn't work, right? He 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 could not jump it, Arturo. And he was like, oh, I guess we are gonna have to gonna have to do it. Are you are you able to get it into neutral? And like, you just you just tried jumping. It didn't work. And he was like, hmm. Well, if you can't get it into neutral, my tow truck's not gonna work. He had a flatbed tow truck, Grayson. Okay. Oh no. And that would not work for it. I don't know what the difference is. Well, a flatbed tow truck is what you would picture. It's those ones that cars sit on top of, right? It's like a ramp. You you get your car onto the ramp, and then they, they pull the ramp up, and it sits flat on top of the, the tow truck. Does that make sense? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's when you picture a tow truck. That's what you see. I picture the tow trucks where it's like leading the car behind it oh. at an angle. That's my initial impression. No, that is called a wheel lift, and we'll learn about those later in the story, Grayson. Like um, maybe Mater the tow truck from like, the hit movie Cars, Mater. as well as Cars Two and also Cars Three. I honestly, until you said it, I never even realized Mater was a tow truck, but that does make sense. What? I just never really thought about it. He has a like a crane in the back of him. Yeah, yeah. I just haven't thought about cars since I was a child. I mean, he uses it a fair amount. Yeah, but like back then, I was just like, oh, look at the brown car with a hook on the back. Like, I didn't really put together it's a tow truck. How? I don't know. I just wasn't thinking about tow trucks as a six-year-old. You were a weird six-year-old. I mean, uh, I feel like six was my most normal, if I have to be honest. You know? Not if you like, weren't I thinking about tow trucks. like my peers when I was six years old, I feel Obviously like. not, because all your peers were thinking about tow <laughs> no, trucks. No, you bring up a good point. You bring up a good point. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll fix that. I'll start thinking about them more, Grace. I am thinking about them more, um, because now I know a flatbed does not work if you can't get your car in neutral, okay? And so he's like, oh, huh. I'm not going to be able to do anything for you. But we need a wheel lift. I'll, I'll, I'll put in a call to get you a wheel lift. And I was like, thank you so much, Arturo. And he put in a call to Armada Towing, and he said, Boss, I need a, a wheel lift for this, this customer. And they were like, okay, we'll send one. And then the wheel lift um, was supposed to show up in like an hour or so. Was Arturo the one that screamed at his boss? No, 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 no. You're, you're getting, we're still getting to the story, Grayson. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but funny you mention it. When the next tow truck shows up to finally take my Prius to the dealership, it is a man named Raul, Okay. And Raul's a young guy. I hear his voice on the phone. He's a young dude, okay? And he gets out of his tow truck, and when he does, I see, wow, this man is five foot nothing, okay? He is a little man. So shouts out to Raul. And he gets out of the car, and he's like, hey, man, what's up? And then he's like, have they tried jumping it? And I was like, yes, multiple times now. And he's like, okay, okay, I'm not going to bother. I'm not going to bother. So, yeah, we just got to get it towed for you. And I'm like, yep. He's like, okay, okay, can you get it in neutral for me? I'm like, I'm like, Raul, Raul, I, I, that's the problem here. I can't get in the neutral. He's like, I, I need a wheel lift. And Raul's like, shit, I, this, this is another flatbed. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not supposed to have a flatbed. You were supposed to be a wheel lift. And he's like, ah, I'm sorry about that. Let me call my boss. And then he calls his boss, and he's, he, he has a, he, it was very nice to me. He has a tone with his boss, okay, this Raul. And he's like, oh boy. You sent the customer another flatbed. He needed a wheel lift. 
And then things just progressed from there, Grayson, okay? Because my assumption, I didn't hear what his boss was saying on the other end of the phone, but my assumption is that the boss said, okay, we'll come back and get a wheel lift. Um, Raul didn't like hearing that. Raul responded by yelling, screaming at his boss that he doesn't feel comfortable driving a wheel lift, that he doesn't know how, he doesn't want to, he doesn't even know how to use it. And they just, they get into a screaming match and then you, it's very apparent his boss just hangs up on Raul. Um, Raul is no longer on the phone. He's screaming at no one. There's a click. Um, and then Raul looks at me. He's like, I'm sorry about this, man. And then he calls his boss again in a much more humble tone. And he's like, well, the customer wants to know when it's going to be here. And then there's more yelling. And then they get off the phone. He's like, okay, they're going to send a flatbed. It'll be like another hour. And so I started this whole journey at 11 in the morning. I should have had my car at the Toyota dealership by noon at the latest, okay? It's already like 2.30, 3 o'clock now. It's, it, they're not going to start servicing my car if it gets there at this point. It needed to be there in the morning if they were going to service it day of, you know? Mm -hmm. So I've already given up on that. And then finally, the, so basically, yeah, they sent me two flatbeds. I didn't need a flatbed. A flatbed wouldn't work, right? And then they send out a new man, okay? And I was worried after the hang-up, like, from the boss that I wasn't going to get a, a wheel lift. I was worried that he was just going to say, fuck Raul and not send me anything. You know, that was my concern. And so then at that point, I call AAA and I'm like, hey, I just had a weird experience. I've been trying for hours to get a wheel lift out here. Can you help? And the lady on the phone was so nice. She was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me just put you on a brief hold real quick while I figure everything out. And while she's doing that, while I'm on hold, Grayson, and I am on hold for maybe like 20 or so minutes, I get a text message from Armada Towing. And they're like, your wheel lift is on the way which is what I got last time when Raul showed up, right? But I got another one. So I'm like, okay, okay. Raul is able to secure me another another driver showing up, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm like, just in case, I'm going to stay on hold with AAA. And I was on hold until the the, the next man from, the, from Armada Towing arrived. They never answered. They never put me back on the phone, AAA. I was on for 45 minutes. Well, it, for what? For what? It's not that hard to, to, to confirm whether or not I'm getting a tow truck, right? Like, simply call Armada Towing. Yeah. So I just, I don't know what the fuck was going on there. I figured, you know, like corporate call service AAA would be better than the actual people here local. No, it was not. So I just hung up on them because fucking Larry showed up, okay? Larry showed up, and this time it was not a flatbed. Now I can identify them visually. I know what a wheel lift looks like. and I know what a flatbed looks like. A wheel lift is the one with the hook on it, right? What do you know? What I mean, th this is what I know. I know that a wheel lift has a hook and things that wrap around your tires, okay? And so Larry shows up and Larry says, hmm, did they try jumping it? And I'm like, Mul yes, multiple times now, unsuccessfully. And he's like, ah, that stuff. Do you want me to give it a shot? I'm like, if, if, Larry, if you want to give it a shot, go for it, man. And Larry's like, yeah, a lot of people, they don't know what they're doing, especially with these hybrid vehicles. Like, let me let me give it a shot. I, I bet you I can do it. And I'm thinking, Larry, what the, Larry, okay, sure, Larry. Go ahead and do it, Larry. Little did you know. Little did I know, Larry's a fucking genius, okay? Larry pops my hood. He puts the battery in there. It gets the little jumper cables on my battery. The Prius is on, guys. The Prius turns on for the first time in days. And I think, oh my God, Larry, you're so smart. And he's like, ah, sometimes that's all it takes. You got to get a good ground for this thing. And I'm like, sure, good ground. And he's like, okay, well, yeah, you can drive it down to the dealership. And I'm like, yeah, no, it's only a mile away, the dealership from my apartment. So 
I'll just drive it. And so then he, he takes all his equipment. He gets into his, into his wheel lift. I get into my Prius. I'm about to drive there. I go to turn on my vehicle. It, it's dead again, Grayson. The Prius is not working. Well, that's um, not very good. It looks like it requires the battery to actively be plugged in and like charging it, you know, for it mm-hmm. to move. And so Larry is about to leave. And I, I, I get out of my car and I say, are you still there? Like we're on the phone with one another. But he's, just, he's in his car. He is still there. I yeah, don't know why course. I phrased I, it that way. Where else would he be? But I said, are you still there? And he looked at me and I was like, and I waved him. And then he got out of his car again. And I was like, it's not working. He's like, oh, shoot. I'm sorry about that. He's like, I guess we will just tow it just in case. I don't know what he means just in case. Like the car is not turning on. Um, so he's like, you know what? But we can get it in the neutral, which is the good thing. Because I guess the spot where I was in just makes it a little bit more difficult to, to hook it up to the wheel lift. It'd be easier if I could just pull it out out of the parking spot. So he plugs it back in again, and I'm able to pull the car out and put it in the neutral. Which, if the first technician were competent enough, the original flatbed would have worked. Because my car was able to go into neutral, mm-hmm. you know? But it's whatever. He hooks it up to the flatbed. Larry goes on his merry way to the Toyota dealership, okay? The only thing is, Larry was a wrestling fan. And we noticed, we learned this because he liked my air freshener of Shawn Michaels, okay? Mm. And so we were talking about wrestling the whole time. Larry's a great dude. And Larry was such a good dude, such a, such a wrestling fan. We were talking the whole time. Larry leaves, and I realize, fuck, Larry forgot to take my key. So I'm like, maybe that's not a big deal. Toyota can probably access the vehicle with or without a key, right? Like, it's their car. They probably got it. Um, but Larry shows up to the dealership, and he calls me, and he's like, uh, Sir, do you, do you have your key on you? And I'm like, Larry, I do. I just noticed it a few minutes ago. And he's like, oh, thank goodness. I just wanted to make sure I didn't lose it. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah, do they need that there? And he's like, yeah, they're going to need it. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. So, like, um, and he's like, yeah, you can probably, like, get a Lyft or an Uber here to get it to them. And granted, this place is a mile away from me, right? A mile and a half away from me. And Uber there is still fucking, like, $20 each way. You know, it's stupid. And and so I'm thinking to myself, that's not great. I don't want to spend $40 to get a key to them that should have been picked up with AAA towing my vehicle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, and there's no way for, like, you guys to get it to them? He's like, no, you're, you're going to have to get it to them. And I'm like, okay. And then what I do is I call AAA. And sorry, no, I call the Toyota dealership that has my car now. I'm like, hey, is there a way for you guys to like, get my key from me, seeing as I don't have a vehicle? And they're like, we, that's not on us, man. You got to get it to us. And I'm like, fine. That's fair, right? You guys are just a dealership. You're just servicing my vehicle. You're like, it's not on you to get the key from me. So then I call Armada Towing, okay? And I'm speaking to the man who was yelled at by Raul. I recognize the accent from anywhere, Grayson, okay? He was yelling at one point, if you remember. Mm-hmm. And so I'm speaking to the boss of Armada Towing. And I'm like, sir, one of your technicians was just out here. Larry, I believe, was his name. Larry was amazing. Larry was great, okay? Sh- shout out to Larry. I was very, very... Um, you know, I, I spoke great words of Larry to mm-hmm. his boss. I was like, the only thing is, Larry did forget to take my key. And I forgot to give it to him. It's on both of us, right? But when I just called, when Larry just called me, it sounded like he wasn't going to come back to pick up my key. And I'm like, I don't know. I pay for this service. I feel like it's on you guys to, to get my key. And I don't know if this makes me a Karen, Grayson, okay? And it, it may well make me one. And I'm okay with that, honestly. Mm. Um, but I say... I, is there a way for you guys to get my key for me and get it to the Toyota dealership? 
He's like, let me call Larry. And then he hangs up on me, okay? That's what he says. And then 15 minutes go by, and I get a call from Larry. Larry's back at my apartment complex. And Larry's like, I'm here to pick up your key. And then I go outside to the parking lot, and Larry's there. And I'm like, hey, Larry. And he's like, you called my boss on me, man? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I didn't want to pay for Ubers to get the key to the Toyota dealership. And so... I, he was, but I was like, I told them you were great. I told them we were just like, we were talking and like, we both forgot about the key. And I was like, oh, and I was like, did you get in trouble? And he's like, no, I didn't get in trouble. But he's like, he, my boss told me I, I, I forgot the key. And I'm like, I didn't forget it. But also, I didn't say this to him at the time, but he did forget it. Obviously. It's his job. To, okay. So he took the key. He brought it to the dealership. All is well. Money saved on Ubers. Again, AAA work and wonders even though this is a problem that should have been solved five hours ago at this point, you know? Mm-hmm. So, of course, Toyota says, we cannot start servicing it tonight. It's already like 6 o'clock. We're closing in two hours. We'll start on it tomorrow morning. And I say, okay, Toyota. That's okay. That's understandable. But what sucks is that I have to be in my in office for work the next day on Wednesday. So I, I, I can't do that. I tell my boss, yo, this isn't going to happen. And she's she's very cool about it. She's very understanding, which is great. Then next day happens, I get the car back, Grayson. They realize it's the battery, it's the spark plugs. The Prius is back in my possession. But it was a miserable Tuesday, okay? Sounds like it. Miserable. When if I had just had a competent technician from the jump, they could have gotten it on and put it on one of the original tow trucks. Problem solved immediately. And those people probably wouldn't have even forgotten the key, you know? So... It's whatever. All's well that ends well. And right now, at least, it's ended well. Like, I mm-hmm. have the, the Prius back. But it could just break in another week. Who's to say? This is true. You know? But that that is the state of the red Prius, Grayson. And then I feel like it's not long for this world. <laughs> what makes you think that? Well, it makes me think it is the fact that it keeps dying repeatedly. Well, don't worry. This will just be the ultimate opportunity to get the cummobile going. Well, listen. My parents were like, JC... Christmas is coming up. What we could do for you is what we did for your sister. And this was before the like I had the Prius back. This is when we were thinking the Prius might be dead for real, for real, you know? But they were like, what we did for your sister is like we we like set her up like I guess like leasing a vehicle, but then at the end of the lease you have the option to buy it. Is that how like all leases work? Or I what? think most leases work okay. that way. It's something like that. Leasing a vehicle. And they're like, we could help you do that. We're like, for the first like year or something, we can help you like with the payments and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, okay. Ideally not, because I don't want to have a car payment. I'd like to just keep using the, the hand-me-down red Prius, mm-hmm. right? I, there's no reason to want another hundred-plus dollar bill each month. But they're like, we could do that. And I'm like, that's very kind. Thank you, parents. This is the best worst-case scenario, okay? Worst-case scenario is already not that bad. So if that were to happen, if Prius does kind of shit the bed or prove itself not to be reliable, I guess it will be a situation where I need to look for a vehicle to lease. White Prius is probably the way to go, isn't it? Absolutely. What I worry about, though, is then the added cost of getting it washed frequently because a white car will need to be washed frequently. I mean, relatively frequently, but also consider if it gets dirty, then it becomes like an off-white, all the more fitting. No, it comes like a brown-white. Like, off-white would be, like, tannish, yellowy. Sure, but it will average out. I, eh, I guess. But I also don't want the cum-mobile looking gross. If I got a cum-mobile, I'd want it looking pristine. 
I hate to tell you, <laughs> from name alone, it's going to be very gross. What are you talking about? No, it'll be a great experience. Mm. I'll have like snacks in there too. I'll, I'll make it a, a good old time. I see. I'll finally set up. The, I've had a UB Funkies sitting in my car for the past seven, eight months waiting to be installed on the dashboard, but I just don't have the tools to do it. Okay? Just tape doesn't stick to the dashboard for some mm. reason. I don't know why. I use double-sided tape. It doesn't work. I tried vel like not, nothing, nothing adheres to the fucking dashboard because of the texture of it. I don't know what to do to fucking get my UB Funky in there, like staying on top of it. Mm-hmm. Do you have any I, I have super glue maybe? What about command strips? Well, that's the thing. Like that, that like adhesive stuff isn't working. Like I've tried double-sided tape, I've tried velcro, like with the sticky back and stuff mm -hmm. like that. It doesn't stick. So, I doubt a command strip would either cuz it's just that same sticky back. This might be um a bit of an odd decision. Yes. But you could use sandpaper and scuff up Ooh. the dash and then it should stick. That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. I could try that. And it's like, this vehicle's on its last legs anyways. I don't think anyone, it's going to hurt the resale value if part of the dash is right. sanded down. Hmm. Alternatively, if you put the UB Funko far enough back on the UB dash. UB Funky, you, you sound like an idiot. If you put it far enough back on the dash, yeah. you could also use tape on its head on the windshield. Yeah, I don't think I like that idea. You'd rather sand down your dash. Yeah, I would honestly rather <laughs> sand down my dashboard. Because, like, it's just, it would be so far away from me at that point that you'd be funky. And you need to be able angle. to interact with it while you're driving. Exactly. I want to play with it. That's the point. Like, Steven with his Transformers at work. I want to be able to play with my you'd be funky while I'm in traffic. Steven's really remarkable. Oh, yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. But, Grayson, that, oh, oh, speaking of Steven, by the way, this was number one topic on my list. And this is verbatim from my notes app from the past week is... Quote, Steven, send this to someone you jacked off to, which we briefly discussed before the podcast. Indeed, we did. The, the note, the, the list on the boy, oh boy, or the note on the boy, oh boy list that says, Steven, send this to someone you jacked off to. And I originally was at a loss for what that could mean, as were you. Well, how would I know? Well, that's a great point. Unless you were also sent the, whatever it was I was sent. Because I remember, guys, I remember a little bit what it was from Steven. Not exactly, but I think on Snapchat he sent me a link to something and you click on it and it's like a, it's a funny haha image and the caption is send this to someone you've jacked off to. And Steven sent that to me on Snapchat. And so part of me thinks why did you not also receive this? I'm a little hurt. That Steven's not masturbated to you, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. You would have preferred that he has? Yeah. That would make you feel more comfortable and secure in your relationship with him? Yeah. Yeah? Do you think I should feel well, like, good that I was? Well, here's the thing. Uh-huh. If you hadn't been sent it, then I would say no. Mm -hmm. But you were sent it, so I just feel left out. I left out. Do you think maybe it's a situation of, like, he didn't necessarily jerk off to me. He, he jerked just... off to an image that had me in it? Because <sighs> that could count. I mean, I guess... But I feel like it doesn't count. I think the only alternative explanation is if he sent it to you so that you could send it to somebody. Mm. It's a little mixed uh, messaging in that case. You know, yeah. you feel like you almost you you put a caveat, you put a, a disclaimer there, like JC, I don't mean this about you, but you should send this to everyone you've ever jerked. Okay, off but it's to. also Stephen. Um, he doesn't understand the concept of a disclaimer. But then at that same point, why wouldn't he send it to you to send to everyone? You are, is he assume you're you're celibate in that way? He might. Oh man. 
Is he correct in that assumption? So very. You've never touched down there? Absolutely You're scared not. of down it's there? sinful. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's just sinful. a swamp. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. <laughs> it's sinful, Jesus. It is. It is. No, I understand. I understand. Are you saying Steven's a boy of sin? Yeah. That's horrible news. That's I'll have Dear to stop hanging Steven out with him. Dear sweet Steven is such a sinful boy. I will have to stop hanging out with him. Um. Well, yeah. So, Steven, I think, sent me something like that or to that effect. I really don't remember. I would have forgotten about it completely if it weren't on this list for Boy Oh Boy, mm-hmm. which is a little concerning that something like that I would just forget it just about. Blows over yeah. within forty-eight hours. Yeah, yeah, that's a little tough. It's a little tough. But Grayson, speaking of notes, because I, I do, I keep the <gasps> Boy Oh Boy list in my notes app every week on my on my iPhone, you mm-hmm. know. And just this week, I discovered a, a certain function in the notes app that I had never known existed before. Okay, mm-hmm. this function is that you can apparently have collaborative notes. This is true. You can share a note with someone and both edit it. This is correct. How long have you known about this? I've known about it for a good long while. Why have you never told me? Because I don't like using the notes app because my brother is on the same iCloud as me, so I just see all of his collaborative notes. Oh. Why is he on the same iCloud as you? I don't know. He has his own iCloud that he uses for his laptop, and I keep telling him, just swap over. We have a family plan anyways. It'll all be the same. Just do it. What email are you on? It's my email. Yeah, make him fucking log off and then use the notes app. The, I use the notes app maybe more than any other app on my phone. Aside I from, really like, want Spotify. to use the notes app because it's great with the iPad as well because it has all the handwriting recognition. Yeah. It's great. Make your brother fucking log out. I can't make him take out the trash. What do you makes you think I can make him log out of the iCloud? It's a lot easier to log out of iCloud than to take out trash. No, it's not. It's moving the stuff from point A to point B where point B is right outside the it door. It requires physical labor. Doing the, the logging out requires two taps of a finger. You know what? You can convince him. I will. Please do. I would I appreciate it. Him. I will convince him. The only thing that might be a holdup is he will not want to lose his current notes. He can copy and paste. But the collaborative things, like those would be tough. Like He only does the collaborative stuff with one person. Okay. Well, that one person would have to like, you know, unadd him and then add him again. It'd be a hold to do. So maybe I'm on Wilson's side here. Just, it's just, just put up with it. You know? No. Just uh, I've been waiting for this. To, I've been waiting for this for forever. You're not backing out of this. Oh, Go shit. talk him into it. I will. I will. I will, Grayson. You'll have to remind me after this podcast. But listen here. Look here and listen, Grayson. We should start a collaborative note for Boy Oh Boy. So that way you can put shit on the notes list. That yeah. like Yeah. I feel like we should have done this forever ago when you first discovered it. I mean, we should have, but I didn't want to use notes. I just discovered it again days ago. Yeah. I would have done this forever ago if I had known. Uh-huh. Like, that's very cool that collaborative notes exist. It's very cool. To be fair, it hasn't existed for more than, I don't know, a couple of iOS updates. That's still a long time. Like, that's over a year, you know? It's definitely over a year that it's been around. Yeah. And I only learned about it because I was on Twitter and there, 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 there was some clip from a podcast I'd never even seen before where it was a guy describing how he learned he was cheated on. And he was learned he was cheated on because his girlfriend's phone would always blow up with notifications on the Notes app. And he was so confused. Like, in all his years of having an iPhone, he's never seen notifications from the Notes app before. And so he clicked on it with her there. And, and, and then he saw a whole, a whole relationship that existed between her and another man. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, this is a powerful tool. You know, did they not just have a messaging app renamed to the notes app? I mean, not according to this podcast highlight. Maybe oh. I wasn't there in the like in the in the couch with them, unfortunately. 
you know? I mean, that's how I would do I it. I couldn't have asked those follow-ups, but apparently also... I would get, like, WhatsApp or something and then use the... They have, um... Oh, what is it called? You can change, like, Accessibility the image, right? features. You can change the image and the name and everything. Yeah. You can just make it look like a different app. I want to change all the images to be, like, pretty looking, you know? A lot I don't of people do that. Ch- yeah. I think I will do that. It will be it's, a lot of effort, um, but... incredibly inconvenient to do. To change the images? Yeah. Why? I don't know. But the way you do it is you use the accessibility feature to set up a shortcut on your home screen instead of having the app there. So then you assign the shortcut and then you just have to ha- like bring in all the images yourself. So it's not changing the photo. It's having a shortcut. Correct. Okay. What's cool is that you can assign shortcuts to like websites on Safari and then they become like their own little mini app where it's like not actually a Safari tab. This is true. Like with psychology today is the one that I know does it because back when I did psychology. I, or like my like all my classes, I was always on that website, and so I did like add shortcut to my homepage, and it already had its like own little logo, and now I basically have a Psychology Today app on my phone, which is so cool. I used to do that when I would do um like emulators on my <laughs> yeah, phone yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. This makes sense. This ma- well, also it's weird because emulators make sense not to have an app you can download from the app store, but Psychology Today is big enough they should have an app on the app store. Yeah, they really should. They should. That's on them. That's on them. But Grayson. We will start a boy oh boy note, okay? Mm-hmm. We will do it. And then I won't have to ask you anymore, what is your list? I can just write it down verbatim. Wow. And then try. I won't have any, like if you write down something like, quote, Steven, send this to someone you jacked off to, I'm going to have no frame of reference for what that means, but I'll still have to find a way to bring it up in conversation, which That's I look remarkable. forward to. This sounds like a fun obstacle. It truly does. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was or, playing video games with Steven recently. It was a great time. It's always a good time playing video games with Steven. Is it now? It is. Okay, okay. Did you win? I mean, not really. Not no. often. Uh, why would you let down Steven like that? Oh, I try my best. It's not good enough. Recently, I've been trying to play new characters, though, on Overwatch. I understand. So I'm not as good as with the characters that I play frequently. I understand. I understand. Grayson, I can't tell you how much. Like, I don't think a game has ever appealed to me less than Overwatch does. You know? That's a shame. I know. It just I look at it and I'm like, none of this seems like interesting or entertaining at all. Like at least Fortnite. Like I had no interest in that for years, right? I feel like we were teenagers at its peak, like in junior senior year of high school, and I never even touched it. But then for your stream, I like John Cena and Ariana Grande and Zendaya were hanging out on there, and I was like, this is the this is an incredible game. And, and what other universe would would you have? Cool characters like Rick Sanchez interacting with other cool characters like the guy from Dragon Ball Z, you know? So true. Yes. So, or is it Dragon Ball Z? I don't really know. Well, there's Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Z Kai, Dragon Ball Super, Dragon Ball GT. Yeah, I meant Naruto is what I'm realizing. (laughs) So, I was close. I was pretty, pretty close. So, yeah, they don't even have that Overwatch, which is a shame. A real pity and a shame. I you know? suppose, yeah. but it's still very fun. Uh, I got Alohi to play it. Oh my goodness gracious. It did not go well at all. I can't imagine it would have. Alohi does not play a lot of video games, mm-hmm. but she was over here because we got dinner. The Was it last last night? No, the other night? I Wednesday don't know. Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Wednesday night we got dinner, um, and it was myself, it was Benny, it was Tram, and it was Alohi. Oh my God. And we went to a ramen place called Eurasia. Yes. Um, Would you refuse to go to, I believe, because it had a cucumber in the vegan dish? Well, I refused to go to it because there was one option I could eat, and that one option I could eat I couldn't even eat because it had cucumber in it. And then also, it was you chose a place 45 minutes away from me. 
to Listen. eat. That, where I wouldn't even like the food. I, it was a sushi place. It was I, not a sushi place. It, it was a ramen place. It had sushi in the name. It had sushi in the name? Eurasia I, 3 Sushi. Eurasia 3 Sushi. Yes. I don't even think I saw sushi on the menu. It's in the name. It's a ramen place. It's a sushi place. It's, it's a legitimately a sushi place. All of us got ramen. The menu is mostly comprised of ramen. I'm going to look it up right now, Grayson. Feel free. I don't doubt the name. I've only seen Eurasia. Eurasia. To be fair, the sign when we got there was not lit up for some reason. It says Eurasia 3 Ramen Sushi Poke. Ramen so, comes first. Yeah, no, you bring up a good point. But sushi's right there. Yeah, I, right honestly, there I didn't it. even see sushi in like the menu. So yeah, I don't eat sushi. I don't know what poke is. I've never even had ramen. And I just, it didn't sound that good either. I didn't want pasta at that moment. I was like, I'm going to drive 45 minutes for food I don't want. You know, it's like, I, I'm Well, I'm you were driving 45 minutes to see a lohi is really what it comes down yeah, to. Yeah, but then also other people would be there. So I wouldn't even have all of a lohi's attention. So it's like. I mean, you're saying you wouldn't want to interact with Benny and Tram? I mean, like, I wouldn't drive 45 minutes to hang out with them. That's so sad. Yeah. That's so messed bit, up. A little bit. But uh, I, it was a whole up and down. This has been an up and down week for me in general, Grayson. But we had the down of Tuesday. Monday was good. Monday, I went to a concert with Brandy. We went and saw Modest Mouse, Grayson. Okay, it was my first time ever seeing Modest Mouse in concert. I've been listening to them since I was a little boy. JC, I didn't even get to finish talking about Alohi playing Overwatch. And here you oh, are talking I'm about sure Modest Mouse. Oh, I'm sure the story Mouse. goes in so many directions. Let's hear it. Well, I was going to comment on the fact that when she was playing the game, she yes. played so terribly that they, the, the like team started talking about it. And how she had never touched a video game since the 1800s. And then one person said, I love women. Did they know Elohi was a woman? They guessed. What was her username? Well, it was my account. Mm. So no indication that it was a woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they figured it out. That's cool. That's there was cool. going to be like a whole build up to it. But you wanted to talk about Modest Mice. So go ahead. Mo modest Mouse. Modest Mice sounds silly, Grayson. It's the title of a band. It doesn't turn plural just because you want it to. Okay. Okay. How many people are in the band? One, two, more than one three. mice. It's modest mice. It's modest mouse. It's modest mouse, Grayson. Okay, how Is many it people? The beetle? How many people? It's the Beatles. How many people are in Bob Dylan's band? It's Bob Dylan. There's no one else on stage with him. I'm sure he has some accompanying people mm, on so occasion. So why is that Bob Dylan? But you're not going there to see Bob Dylan and also the accompanying people. You're going there to see Bob Dylan. I am. That's the most Personally. absurd thing. Most of his music is literally him playing a guitar by himself with a harmonica. Impossible. And yet he does it. Oh my god. It's remarkable. It's wow. miraculous. That's crazy. That's some wild shit. Um The BG. The BG. Yeah. Modest Mouse is is a single it's 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 a it's a fucking I I don't remember the word for it. Ambiguous some I don't know, grammar. It's 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 one. It is they are they together collectively are modest mouse. Okay? Much like the beetle. Like twenty one pilots, two people. Who would have thunk? You know, two people. Two, not twenty one. You know. Yeah, but it's also not twenty one pilot. But th that doesn't matter. We're, already, the name is illogical. There aren't twenty one pilots in the band. Hmm. And even if it was modest mice, there are no mice in the band. Sure, but they would be the mice, much like the beetles are the beetles. I mean, John's a walrus after but all. But a beetle doesn't exist. Mice exist. 
Beatles do exist. No. <laughs> Beatles exist. That's not the... They wouldn't be called the Beatles because... So they named themselves after the bugs, not because of the word beat. It's a pun. No. Yes. No, they they named the bugs after the band. You don't oh. even know the lore. Oh. Loser. Listen. <laughs> Beatles you have so don't many exist. good examples to use without resorting to Bob Beatles Dylan. don't exist. What about Led Zeppelin? That would be a great example. No, that's only one guy. The counterexample would be Led Zeppelin. Should be the Led Zeppelins. No, no, that's silly. That's very silly, Grayson. Either way, I saw Modest Mouse with Brandy on Monday. It was a great old time. Okay, Modest Mouse was good. I was a little. Apparently, they've been around since like the mid '90s. I didn't know that. Okay. I was mainly listening to them in 2013 as like a preteen, you know? And so I've listened like almost exclusively to their album from 2013. And then of course, Float On, which I feel like everyone knows, you know? You know the song Float On. Don't know. I'm sure you do. Maybe. And so I'm like, these are, this is what I know. They, but they have such a vast catalog and they do something I would love if they were a band. Like if I were a super fan of Modest Mouse, I'd be pumped because every show they do a different set. Most bands, they have a tour. They do the same set every single show, right? And it's like, yeah, that's kind of lame. But, like, it is, it's understandable. Shows are usually a big production. There's lighting. There's everything, okay? It's a whole to-do. So you always have the same, sh- like, songs in a row, right? But what I think is really cool is when a band will just change the set list on a nightly basis just according to what they feel like playing, right? It's like you did get a different mouse each time. Exactly. A plurality of mouses. Exactly. Some might call mice. But... That strategy for making shows and formulating shows does not work so well when I know a fraction of their catalog. Yeah. So I walked out of Monday having recognized one song. They didn't even play Float On, which is their most famous song, which is understandable. Like sometimes people are like, I don't want to play the most famous song every time. I get it. But they didn't even play their second or third most famous song either. The, the song I recognized, I only learned a month ago. It's called Cowboy Dan. And it is not a big song. The chorus goes, Cowboy Dan is a major player in the cowboy scene. It's not a, it's not a big song, you know? I like Cowboy Dan. I do too. It's a very good song. I quite enjoy it. But it was the only one I recognized the entire show, which it was still good. His, his voice is very cool. And this is why mm. I like the band. So it's not like it was a bad time, you know? And it was the first concert I went to with Brandy. So wow. wonderful time. But then Tuesday, car shits the bed. Okay? Mm-hmm. And so then it's like, fuck. And then, Grayson, Wednesday, it's like, okay, things are looking up. I have a wrestling show with my dad. And then, this is, okay, I don't want to lie for the sake of the podcast. I'll be honest. A few days ago, I learned, oh, shit, apparently I'm not going to the wrestling show with my dad. My dad, months ago, messaged me, JC, did you see that All Elite Wrestling is coming to Austin and San Antonio in December? And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't, Dad. And he was like, do you want me to get tickets? And I was like, yeah. And apparently at the time, he mentioned something about how he missed the pre-sale for the Austin show, but was still able to do the pre-sale for San Antonio, right? Hmm. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, okay, cool. But they didn't sell out in Austin. So in my head, I'm thinking like, okay, he still got tickets for the Austin show. He's come up multiple times to see AEW in Austin before, right? Mm. And then I messaged him a couple days before when they announced a big match that I was excited for, right? Because it's two of our favorite tag teams. They were going to be in the main event fighting for the championships in Austin. <gasps> I was like, Dad, do you see this match we're going to see on, on Wednesday? He's like, oh, no, I only got tickets for the San Antonio show. 
And I was like, oh, I mean, that's fine, right? Like, he doesn't need to buy tickets for all the shows, but I just thought he did based off of our previous interaction, right? Because, like, am I wrong for think assuming that he did? I don't know, because I don't know, like, the past experiences that would educate the assumption. Yeah, the past experiences. But from everything you've described, I would say I would not have made the same assumption. Okay. Because, yeah, usually we get the tickets on presale, right? But AEW has not sold out many of their shows, okay? And so despite us missing pre... It's not like tickets are cheaper on presale. It's just like you're able to get like better ones sooner, guarantee your spot, all that kind of stuff, right? So never before has a lack of presale stopped us from going to a show before, right? Mm. We found them otherwise. And like, again, day of the show, there were still tickets available on Ticketmaster. And, but the point is, we're not going. Dad's not coming up to Austin. That's fine. And I'm like, okay, I could go, like, depending on if I find a good ticket, if it's cheap enough, all that kind of stuff. And, but, but then I remember, oh, I'm not going to wrestling show. I can go, because uh, Alohi had reached out a few days before, or like a week before, about going out to dinner that night. This dinner at the sushi place, okay? Ramen place. And so I, at the time, I turned it down because I was like, Alohi, I'm going with Jimmy to wrestling. And she was like, oh, fuck Jimmy. And I was like, that's very rude. I can't believe you would say that about my father. And that's kind of where it was left at. And so then I hit you up, and I'm like, Grayson, I think I might be able to make it, actually. And then is when the conversation turns day of. Like, I'm prepared to go meet you in Alohi at wherever this dinner's taking place. And and then I get the news that it's at this this Eurasia 3 ramen, sushi, sushi and poke, okay? Mm-hmm. And then I look on maps. I'm like, okay, okay, where is this? And again, you chose a place that is almost an hour away from me. Okay, um, listen, listen, listen. Technically, I did pick the Eurasia place. I know. But the two places that Alohi had brought up before, she wanted to originally get pho uh-huh. um, because she wanted something soupy. And so she had picked two places and both of them were also near me. Yeah. So the, the Eurasia was not uniquely near me. Yeah. Fair. Either way, it was very near you. Um, and <laughs> I, it could be a thing like, oh, obviously don't like choose a place in South Austin where you have to drive an hour or choose a place near me, like where I inconvenience everyone. But then I remembered Tram lives minutes away from me. Tram was already over here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, she still had to drive that distance. I guess just not during prime traffic, you know? So yeah, she was already, I don't remember why she was over here. I think she was studying. She okay, was like okay, finals okay. and stuff. But Yes, so it was it was forty five minutes away, and it was food I didn't want to eat. And I looked on the menu, and there was again one vegetarian vegan option that wasn't an appetizer, and it said cucumber as as the second ingredient. And my understanding is that the order of the ingredients is what is like the what's in it the most to what's in it the least. And if cucumber is number two, I'm not ordering that dish, okay? Because I can't eat cucumber. Cucumbers on the same level of banana. Those are the two worst it's foods. so messed up. Okay? And so I'm like, shit, there's nothing on the menu for me. It's an hour away. I'm not going to enjoy the food. It's whatever. And so then I'm, I'm sat there and I'm like, this has been very up and down. I went from thinking I'm going to wrestling to thinking I'm going to see Alohi to not going to wrestling or Alohi. And then I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, let me check Ticketmaster. It's still like an hour and a half before the wrestling show. Let me see. It's in Cedar Park, by the way, which is like an hour drive away in itself just the wrestling show you know mm. and so i look online ticketmaster the cheapest seats in the venue are 35 dollars, 
and then that's before all the Ticketmaster fees. So it comes out to about 45. I have to pay another 15 for parking at the venue. It's going to be about like 60 bucks for me to go, you know? And I'm mm -hmm. like, that's, ugh, I'm good. And then I go on Twitter and I'm like, you know what? Let me check Twitter real quick. And I type in, I type in AEW ticket. And I find a man who for the past three days has been trying to sell his ticket to, to the show that night. And I message him or I tweet at him and I'm like, hey, is this ticket still available? And he says, it is. And I, he's just, he's out of town. He thought he was going to be in town. He's out of town and now he can't go. And he's trying to sell it like real last minute, right? And he's just looking for any kind of return because otherwise it's just a waste of like, like 90, 100 bucks for him. He got a floor seat, by the way. Mm. It was a floor seat. And I was, I just messaged him. I was like, hey, because I've, I've only been on the floor for two wrestling shows in my life, right? And so it, it's not a thing I, I do very often. So I'm like, hmm. Even if it's more than the Ticketmaster stuff, it might be worth it because it's a floor seat, right? Mm -hmm. And it's because, again, I'd be paying almost $60 for one of the worst seats in the, the venue otherwise. So I message him, and he's like, yeah, it's still available. And he's and I ask, oh, that's awesome. How much How much would it be? And it, it's getting down to the wire now, Grayson, okay? It's an hour out to the show, and I am an hour away from the venue, okay? And so uh, I message him how much, and he says, is $30 good? And I'm like, that's yes, yes, I accept immediately. That's cheaper than a Ticketmaster ticket before any of the fees, you know, and it's on the floor. And so I am like, yes, 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 please. And then he's like, okay, okay, I, I, how do you want to pay for it? And we, I end up sending him $30 over Venmo. And then I realize I'm getting scammed, Grayson, okay? Because yeah. he is like, ooh, I'm having some trouble transferring it. One second. And he knows that I'm in a rush. I explained to him that like I'm an hour away, right? I'm in South Austin. Mm -hmm. And he's like, hold, I'm going to have to pull over. About like 10 minutes go by. And then finally, I guess I was, he, he, he manages to send it. And what's good is that it's Ticketmaster official. Like you can't just send the barcode and it works. You have to send it like officially through a Ticketmaster account, which is a really cool system they have in place now, right? To kind of help with scalping. And so I, I thought I was being scammed because he goes silent. He's like, oh, sorry, and he can't get the ticket to me after I sent the money. But again, 10 minutes or so go by, and then I guess he was in the car. He was able to pull over. He was able to send it to me. I did not get scammed. <gasps> Very good news. And then he's like, hey, also, I don't know if this will work, but in case it does, he sent me a parking pass. <gasps> so I don't even have to pay for parking now. <gasps> $30, no parking to, to go sit on the floor for a wrestling show? stoked Grayson I'm like this is worth the drive and so then I get in my car and it says that the traffic's already gone down it's no longer gonna take an hour to get there it's only gonna take 45 minutes how long <gasps> would it take to get to the pho place or the 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 sushi place but you would have got to see Alohi yeah but instead I got to see Max Caster and Dax Harwood and John Moxley and Kanosuke Takeshita so I'm gonna be honest I know who none of those people are I got to see Darby Allen and Samoa Joe and Tony Khan. I recognize the name Samoa Joe, but I think only because you've brought him up before. I don't think I would have brought up Samoa Joe. He's not a guy I would like bring up in conversation. He's not one of my favorites. You he know? sounds very familiar. There are a lot of Samoan wrestlers. Is there someone similar to Samoa Joe? Roman Reigns, whose no. real name in, li in like real life is Joe Anawaii. No. Oh, and he's Samoan. No, no, no. It was definitely a wrestling name. Where it's Samoa something. Jungle Boy. No. Oh. No, I remember Jungle Boy. As you should. As you should. Jungle Boy was there, but I missed him. Because I arrived 15 minutes late, so I missed the first part of the match. Unbelievable. The first match. 
Jungle Boy was eliminated by that point, which is sad. But Grayson, it was a great old time. I was on the floor. It was a good show. It was a very good show, honestly. And the only thing is, I had a really weird experience there that I've never had at a wrestling show before, right? I remember last time we had a conversation about All Elite Wrestling. I was telling you it's this new company. It's all younger wrestlers. It's like the competition to WWE for the first time in forever. And I was like, it, for some reason that got brought up about like whether or not it's like progressive or like what the fans are like. And I made the argument they're like that they're more progressive, like cooler, younger fans, all that kind of stuff. Mm. And you were saying you thought it would be the opposite because it'd be like more hardcore wrestling fans who are even more hardcore of losers. You know? I could see myself making that argument. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was <laughs> it in its, in its most basic form. And so it's a pretty good point. But my understanding was, no, it's like where a lot of like the younger fans go. It's, it's you know, but but I, you bring up a valid point too. But just from my experience, that was not it. And so I go to the show and I think you may have been correct, Grayson. Oh, no. As I was there and the whole row behind me was so obnoxious and that's usual for wrestling shows there will be obnoxious people who think they are funny and trying to make jokes for their friends okay and that's just something you got to put up with is all the people who think they're comedians at wrestling shows right almost every show you go to there will be someone behind you making jokes that are very bad okay when we went to wrestlemania hash was that person and he wasn't <laughs> with our group unfortunately no unfortunately he was with us but Unfortunately, he was the one cracking jokes that did not land. Oh, poor Hash. And what's good is usually the jokes land with the people you're with. For Hash, they did not, which is a little sad. And Steven, even when Hash did have a good one, Steven would no-sell it. Steven would still have a straight face, which is a little little hurtful. <laughs> good on Steven. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Don't encourage the behavior. I guess not. But these people were doing it. There was one funny guy behind me at this show, which was like, okay, that's good. There's one guy who has a sense, like a decent sense of humor who's, who's making people laugh legitimately, right? But he's with four guys who are not doing that, who are doing, trying to do it, but unsuccessfully. And then there's a women's match, Grayson. Six, it's a three-on-three -three women's match. Oh, boy. Okay? And four of the women in this match are black, right? There are four black women in this, this wrestling match. It's, it's the first women's match of the show that I was there for, at least. And um, I have a little bullet point of some of the topics during this match from the row behind me. Oh, boy. First off was about... Um, how one of the, one of them is a very tall woman, incredible physique. She looks like she's like she's insane. Like her body is insanely like shredded, right? Like it Amazonian looks unnaturally Wonder shredded. Wonder Woman, huh? Amazonian Wonder Woman. Essentially, I mean, yeah, essentially. And her name is Jade Cargill, right? And she was wearing green gear when she came out. And one of the first comments I heard was, "I want to climb that tree," and you know. That's so funny, especially the fourth time you say it. Um, and then also there were comments about, again, there are four black women in this match, okay? Mm. There is another black woman in AEW or was with AEW like two years ago. Her name was Big Swole, okay? Big Swole got released from the company, and she left in a very dramatic fashion, like insulting the boss, and just she left with scorched earth behind her, you know? Mm. And they all thought it was so funny to keep yelling out, Big Swole! Anytime a black wrestler would do something. And there was a black like woman in front of me, like in the row in front of me, who was like visibly uncomfortable as this was happening, as they were like being openly racist and sexist. You know, I feel like that's kind of fair to say what it was. That they were just Yeah. Yeah. Well, because how it started was like, that one kind of looks like Big Swole. And then they were like, Yeah, it does look like Big Swole. And then they just kept saying Big Swole during the match. 
okay? And if you are just making Big Swole references aside from that, that can be funny because it's like, oh, haha, the obscure wrestler who got fired. But because you're saying they look like her, it's just... And no one did. No one looked even remotely like Big Swole. They were just black. I was going to say if they did happen to look like Big Swole, no, then fair enough with the joke. a little bit. But if it's not... If no. there's no resemblance. No. And I will, I will gladly show you everyone involved and, and have I you can take your word judge. for it. No one looked like Big Swole, okay? Big Swole has a big forehead, okay? She's very identifiable. Mm. So, okay. But, but, Grayson, there's this lady in front of me who's, like, at the show by herself, similar to me, you know? Good on her for showing up, being brave enough to show up by herself. Um, and she is visibly, like, uncomfortable, like, squirming in her seat, like, looking back and all that kind of stuff. But it's two rows behind her where all these guys are making the comments, right? And I, I feel, like, horrible. And then the guys keep going on with the big swole bit. And then one of them is like, oh, man, oh, if, if only I could suck those titties. It's not even a joke now. You're just being a pervert, okay? And he's saying how bad he wants to suck her tits. And then what the, one of them says, who's your favorite? Who, who's the hottest? Who's your favorite? And then they're, they giggle to themselves. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, they have to be, like, younger than me. They have to be, like, 16, 17-year-olds, okay? Like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. Because they're, they're laughing at him asking, who's your favorite? Which, and then, at one point, they keep going on about, like, oh, man, she's so hot. And it's not like they're doing it, like, to be outrageous, right? This is what they would be, like, if they were watching on their couch together, this is what they would be doing, you know? Like, and so at one point they just keep going on about how hot it is. I just, I, I turned around and I looked at the, like the main dude, who, the one who said the titty thing. I looked at him and just gave him like the weird, like just, like I said, like the, like what the fuck, man, kind of look. And it was mainly because of the girl in front of me, right? Like if I'm there and there are no lady, like women in the area, it's like, okay, like they're just going to be obnoxious, annoying, but it's not affecting anyone. But there's this black lady right in front of me, and then to my right, there was this, there was a couple next to me, right, of like this young kid and his girlfriend, and they were like loud, cheering, like being like all into it the whole night, and they got like radar silent, okay, if that's even a phrase, I don't think it is radar silent, but I know what you're trying to. Reference. What is what is the actual phrase? Oh, I don't know, oh, shit. but I know that there is a phrase that you're trying to. Reference. Something like that. Radio. Radio silent. Sure. And so they're, they're just completely silent at this point, as the men behind us have monopolized the, the space with talk about sucking tits, okay? And so I look back, and then all of them, like, kind of, like, get all, like, stiff and stuff like that, and they avoid eye contact with me. And then I see they are the, they're fucking disgusted. They're just, like, fat slobs in their 30s, okay? They're just, they're grown men. And I... <sighs> And so I look back, and they were fucking quiet for the rest of the night, okay? All it took was me looking. Do you know how big of a coward you have to be for me to look at you, and then you get scared? <laughs> Any idea? Oh, my God. So that was my experience. I'd never had something like that at a wrestling show. Again, I've had obnoxious fans, but nothing like so blatantly just like gross, you know? The way you said gross was gross. Good. Gross. It, it encapsulates my feelings of, of the event. Gross. Gross is what it was, Grayson. So, no, you're right. It's just <laughs> gross wrestling fans there. It, yeah. So. 
Just think, JC. Just think. This is something that you can take pride in. One day, if you had not given up being such a big fan of wrestling, you would be friends with people like that. If you had gone into the wrestling commentating world, if you had become really invested in them, those would be the people that surrounded you. You escaped that. And you can take pride in you that. You say that like I will have to befriend people around me. You forget I went to college for three years and walked out with two friends, Grayson. I'm very good at not <laughs> making those, you know? So I don't know. I feel like I could have done a decent job. Like I'm friends with people that watch wrestling. I'm friends with Tiger. Tiger is the opposite of that, right? I just mean that those would be the people that make up the social circle that you're in. No, what it wouldn't make up the social circle, I don't think. Because the people actually in wrestling are a little bit different, right? Mm. They, they're public figures for the most part. The people... But but yeah, well, Vince McMahon twisted. would never do anything no, racist. No, he, and he's great to women. His track record there, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so, the, but but... No, the fact that those are the people that you are spending your time trying to appeal to is the mm. gross part. Like, I'm doing this job to entertain, like, that person. Like, that... No, that's gross. You know, like, part of me was hoping that they were, like, younger. But they were just... just they were neckbeards, Grayson. All of them neckbeards. That's a real shame. Neckbeards are never pleasant. And it's not even like it was a verbal confrontation. I literally just looked behind me with like, you know, like a grossed out look in my face, right? And then... Uh, that's... Uh, okay. But it was a good show is the point. You that's know? good. It was a good show. And then they stopped being racist and sexist after that. Well, they probably still did it. They just kept it to themselves. In their heads, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Um, what was unfortunate, what I didn't like about it, is that the one funny guy behind me, he was not making any of the sexist, racist comments, by the way. I knew his voice, okay? Mm -hmm. um, and believe it or not, he was the one guy not a neck beard when I looked behind me as well. Wow. He, he had a very cleanly shaved beard. He looked like a, a young, fit dude. Um, but at one point, when I guess he was distracted at the point when I turned around and looked at the guy. And then he noticed all his friends were really quiet. And he was like, oh, did you say something politically incorrect? With like a, like a sneer in his voice, you know, of like... I don't know. Then he grossed me out too at that point. I was like, ah, it wasn't politically incorrect. It was just it was a just black bad. lady. There's, it was bad, and there's a black lady in front of me that you're like affecting, you know? Okay. Also, shout out to the two guys that were next to me to my left who were just the biggest in there. Do you remember the Spider-Man's best friend in all like the new Spider-Man movies? Mm -hmm. it, one of them is that guy, like exactly. And he was there with like a tall, lanky, like scrawny kid who like, the entire event was like barely watching the show. He was like on his phone and looking in the <laughs> audience. He was just very on edge. I don't know what was going on with him, okay? Um, but the two of them were so quiet the entire time, like the entire show, um, until the very end. And at one point, there's just a, there's a wrestling manager named Don Callis, okay? And he's been off of TV for weeks and stuff. But he showed up in the arena. He was like up watching from the rafters, okay? And so the camera cut to him and it's like, oh, Don Callis is here watching. And they, those two guys, they've been quiet for the past three hours. They lit up. They were psyched to see Don Callis. They were losing it, Grayson, okay? This man's never been relevant in wrestling. He's never done anything of note in his life. And they loved it. They lost it. And then he was just watching the match, right? The whole thing is like, oh, Don's here. And he's just, he's just watching from the rafters. Mm-hmm. They were not watching the match anymore. They were watching Don, okay? The entire time he was there. Listen. <laughs> 
they probably just have their own lore for Don. They like, definitely like it'd do. Like, be if Jeb Bush showed up to something that we were at. Uh-huh. We wouldn't pay attention to anything but Jeb. I know. But, like, <laughs> but they were just... It was, they were, I'm they were, very happy for them. I am, too. Because Don Kelly shouldn't have been at that show. He's been gone for forever. And the fact that he was, good for them. Truly. I'm happy about it. So shout out to Don Callis, Grayson. Shout out. So that was all elite wrestling. The seats were great. For for $30, the seats were amazing. Okay? And so it was good in that respect. You know? That's very good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think so. Also, when I was leaving, I definitely saw a famous person. Because he looked very familiar. And he made eye contact because I made eye contact with him. Like he was just standing watching the show. I left like a little bit early because I parked in a really shitty spot and I wasn't wanting to sit in their parking lot for an hour like I've done in the past. So I left before like the end of the very last match. And so I saw this man and I recognized his face immediately, but I didn't know why. And then he looked at me like a knowing look. But like I, I like he, he this is not going to make any sense. But he gave me the look like I was coming up to approach him like. The look you would give someone, like, if you think they're about to ask you for a photo. Right. You know? Yeah. But I wasn't. I, like, I gave him a look like, oh, I think I know you. And then I just kept walking. And then I couldn't remember who it was at all. And I still don't even know who it is. But I have his face perfect in my head. And I think he's, like, a comedian or something that I've I've seen before on the radio show I listened to. Oh. But I don't remember his name. But, I again, I see him perfectly in my head. Do you want to try and describe him? Beard, grayish hair, wears a base, like, a flat brim baseball cap like kind of fit not not out of shape but like average kind of size dude white maybe mexican um kind of hipstery hipstery but mid 40s you know with a graying beard and like he is so fucking familiar and i think he maybe makes movies and stuff too i can like imagine 30 faces that fit that description yeah. that could all be a millennial style <sighs> like comedian yeah. who goes on podcasts but again i don't think he's like a stand up comedian i think he's like in comedy maybe in movies mm. is what i feel like and i thought his name was like dave smith but i don't think it is dave smith but that cuz i looked up what dave smith looks like and it's not him but that was the name that came to my head can you maybe think of a movie I have no clue. It'd be like more of those niche movies, like fucking not 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 the dudes that are in uh, Mallrats and fucking what's that convenience store movie where they're in the convenience store the whole time? Fuck. What? Fuck. What's there's a movie where they're just in the they work in the convenience store the whole time. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, the only thing that I can think of that's similar to that is I think I know of a TV show, but I don't know the name of that no, either. I'm, Silent J. Silent J in Silent J is one of the characters. Bob. Bob and Silent J. Do you know who I'm talking about? That's, I mean, the names sound familiar, so maybe it's been referenced. Okay, to okay, me. okay. Well, them. It's kind of like that genre of movie where it's like niche kind of comedy that would have been big in like the mid to late 90s. Oh. Yes. But I don't know his name. I, I This is just the feeling, the vibe he gave off, you know? Point is. I saw a guy who might be famous. Wow. So it's a pretty big deal, Grayson. And aside from that, I don't know. I just, the, again, the wrestling show was good, but that was, ah, I don't know. It was lame, you know? Mm-hmm. It was lame, but it was good, but it was lame, right? Yeah. Right. See, this is why I simply never go to a live event, especially for something I like, because then I'd have to interact with people who also like it. And then I would feel like 
what is the denominator that relates me to these bad people? What live show have you not gone to aside from Minecon? Oh no, I just I choose to go to nothing. But I know what live shows would you go to? Would I go to? Yeah. Maybe like a concert or something. Of who? Maybe Olivia Rodrigo. We were gonna go if we got tickets. Yeah. And it's not like we would have been grossed out by those fans. We just wouldn't have connected with have. those fans. Well, we already know what they are. They're just teenager <laughs> preteen girls. <laughs> but imagine if the neck beard guys were at the Olivia Rodrigo. Oh fuck, hanging out with us. <laughs> Oh, shit. <sighs> Just perving on Olivia the whole time. Yeah, it's so fucked up. Yeah. See, this is... I, I simply don't like live events. I don't like interacting with people who like the same things I like. Yeah, but I don't... Because if I don't like them, then I would feel like I don't like them for the same reason that we both like the same thing, which would be a bad thing, and then I'm a bad person because I'm like them. But I don't like... Or sorry, I don't, not that I don't like, I don't interact with people when I go to shows like that. I interact with the person I go with, right? So like. I mean, sure, but they're like there. You didn't interact with these guys. Them. They were like there. Well, yeah. I didn't, well, I did interact, I guess, in some way, but this is <laughs> not much of a choice. And, but I guess you're, you're, you're exposed to them is maybe the better word yeah, for it, maybe. right? Yeah. But I don't know. I am morally in the wrong because I watched wrestling and those guys watch wrestling, you're saying? No, no, no. Oh. I'm not saying that it is a correct sentiment. I would just end up with that feeling. Mm. Like, I would walk away from it feeling like the fact that we both have an interest in this thing is rooted in the same thing that I dislike about them. This and therefore, sense. the things that I hate about them are actually present in me. This makes sense. This makes sense that you too might be a raging sexist. Which is why we can racist. go to Rooster Teeth because I have no clue what Rooster Teeth no is. I won't relate to, to anyone there. Whatsoever. Yeah. No, you bring up a good point. You bring up a good point. But then at the same time, we go into an environment where we can't relate to people. Like that fucking ninja bar we went to a couple weeks ago. The Tai Chi bar. Oh. Kung Fu coffee or something like that. Horrible. We didn't fit that crowd. And it was horrible. It was bad. It was it was very uncomfortable. You know? Yeah, but I walked away feeling better than those people. <laughs> I guess so. You know what? You bring up a good point. You bring up a very, very, very good point, Grayson. So that's that's most of what I had for this week. I also had the fact that my printer died yesterday and mm. I need a printer for Sunday. But I talked to you this outside of the podcast. Which again, up and downs of the week, you know? Truly. I get the floor seats at wrestling. And then there are those people behind me at wrestling. But then they shut up, which is good. And then I drive home. But then home slice is closed, so I can't even get that on my way home. So then it was another down. But then I was like, okay, I have food at home. So then it wasn't up. And then the next day my printer breaks, so that's a down. Up and down, Grayson. Up and down, up and down, up and down. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Should I take a mood stabilizer? Probably not. You don't want me to take lithium? No. That's so sad. But there's a Nirvana song called Lithium. You know what? You raise a good point. Thank I, you. I take it all back. Obviously, thank you, you need to be you, on thank it. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. You're afraid to go to a Bob Dylan show because you're worried the audience might be cringeworthy? Oh, 100%. I think Bob Dylan is cringy. Why? He's just kind of like pretentious and awful. But he knows how to do the harmonica and the guitar at the same time. It's very impressive. Yeah. But yeah, no way I'm going to a Bob Dylan concert. That's so fucking I don't sad. even know if he does concerts still. The man is like a million years old. Yeah, but so are the fucking Beach Boys, you know? Yeah, but like, are they really doing Beach Boy concerts anymore? There's like 
three of them left and none of the popular ones. Well, that's well, the one is left. Isn't the lead singer still alive, still kicking, just not touring because he's mentally ill? I don't recall. I already Probably. forgot his name. It's a whole thing. This is devastating. This is devastating. Uh, and then also, too, I went back and listened to an old Boy Oh Boy episode just for fun. This is true. You sent me clips of it. I sent you clips of it because it was a, a ride. It had some ups and downs, too, in just the first 15, 20 minutes, okay? Wild, Grayson, okay? Wow. Yeah. Did you have a favorite part from the clips I sent you? I've already forgotten them. You've already forgotten the clips I've sent you? <laughs> yep. Where I had an idea for a new podcast oh, where yes, of course. We, we take someone who's on the brink of suicide and we keep them on the podcast week to week trying to keep them alive for one more week. And every time they eventually commit suicide, we get a new suicidal person on to try to convince to stay alive. This is why you like reality television. But it's altruistic what we're doing. Is it? We're, keep, we're giving them reasons to live. Are we? Yes. How are we not? Like, in theory, sure. In reality, we're just exploiting the fact that they're in a very vulnerable situation and time in their life for the sake of entertainment of others. It would be exploiting if we had, like, an actual audience and profited from it. The only gain we're getting is we, we get to see this person live Your for another week. Your own sick pleasure is the only gain. You think it's sick pleasure to help someone through the darkest time of their life? No, no. Helping someone through the darkest time of their life is a fantastic thing. Well, Turning it into a podcast so that you can have a good time with it, that's sick pleasure. Well, it's not. That's the podcast twisted. isn't going to make it a good time or not. Speaking of podcasts, I saw a clip of a podcast recently. I was going to bring it up when you were talking about a clip of a podcast earlier, but then I forgot. But I saw a clip of a podcast recently, and it's a Where's Waldo podcast. <laughs> he pulls up in a Where's Waldo book, and he just reads off a des- or he describes each yeah. person in sequence and then when he gets to waldo <laughs> he says waldo and then keeps going that's hilarious <laughs> so you just have to listen to the podcast until he says waldo and then you find waldo that's so good <laughs> it's really good grayson why don't we have good ideas it's so sad it really is it's so we- our good ideas require too much production we need a low production. Our good good ideas idea. Exploit the suicidal. No, I meant like ghost show, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm. Cock even. Too high production. <laughs> it's, <true. sighs> it's devastating. It is also devastating, Gray the Gray. But you should just rip it off. Just do a Where's Waldo podcast of your own. Maybe I do the 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 I spy books. Ooh. Just that's <laughs> It's not even far enough away to like kind of maybe be a separate idea. It's just the same. It's the same idea, but worse. Because how in the world would you describe those pictures? Yeah. So there's a big mansion. And inside the mansion, there's one room. And in that room is this and this and this and this and this and this. It would just Hear be bad. A crossword podcast where you read every letter in a row in every orientation until you find all the words the gray i don't even understand that in your description of it i don't so know like how you know I'd what a crossword is right i'm a familiar that's yeah. good that's a vital step to understanding the podcast if uh-huh. you were to listen so you would read every single letter like read them out you know in a row and you would do them all horizontally going this way first and then when you notice a word you would you would say it again you'd be like oh there's the word and then you would keep reading each letter individually in that order and then you would maybe switch it and read it backwards, all the letters, until you find the word. And then you would read up and down all the letters, and then down and up. And then you'd have to do all the hor- or the diagonals as well. You understand the idea now? Not really. How do you not? What, why would I be reading the letters? 
Well, so people can follow along at home, so it's not okay, so silence. Okay, so it would already be filled in? Cross, crosswords. What am I thinking of? Am I not thinking of a crossword? What am I thinking of? Oh, you're thinking of the, like, finding the word thing. Word search! Word search. Yes, yeah, I wouldn't have understood totally the podcast. Totally separate I don't thing. know what a word search is, so... Or a crossword. It'd be tough. I was very confused. So, like, if it was a crossword, it would have been all filled in. I would just... <laughs> instead of reading the word or the descriptions of the words, I would just be reading letters? It's the most confusing Potter concept for a podcast ever. No one would understand if that. No. <laughs> That'd be so sad. You hmm. just list off a bunch of letters and then hope someone has like graph paper in front of them and they're <laughs> trying to like put together a hypothetical crossword. Yeah, no, we should do a word search instead. That's what I was thinking of. Wrong terminology. Yeah. Hmm. So maybe not a good idea. I don't think either of those are very good ideas. Let's see. Alternatively, I don't know if this has been done before. You could just read books and upload each book as like a different episode consider you know i think it's been done oh shit yeah damn well gray the gray do you have any what is that skull you have on your your little night not not near your nightstand but your bookshelf right there like there's a little black skull on top of what looks like perfume yeah it's just a cologne bottle why does that have a skull on it i don't know it looks like the squidward face i didn't pick it out who picked it out i don't remember what do you mean? I've had it for like six years. Oh, I've only seen it now. It's not been there, has it? Well, because I changed the box that I put my cologne in and it doesn't fit in the new box, oh. so it just has to kind of be out. God, what? A oh, final thing before we ride off into the sunset. Oh, boy. Any updates on Ivana? Oh, I got friend zoned. How'd you get friend zoned? She said you were under her brother? <laughs> no, not oh. quite. Um, well, we finished the second date and she seemed really excited to have another date. And she okay. said, I'll let you know whenever I'm available. And then a few days, I, I told her about the Charles Schwab. I texted her that after the day and she was really excited. And then a few Ooh. days go by and I'm like, okay, so when are you available? And she says, we can totally hang out again, but I'd rather it's just friends. At least she was like that upfront about it, I guess. But like, and then she said, is that all right? And I said, nope. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, just hanging out as friends. Yeah. That's so sad. Again, at least you didn't get the whole brother thing. Yeah. And then be exposed to a large Twitch streamer who has no resemblance to you. You know, that'd be a little yeah. tough. Yeah. But have to happen twice. It would. If she also had a large Twitch streaming brother. I mean, her brother seems like a nice guy, so it would have been more of a compliment. Mm. So that's unfortunate then. Yeah, no, if anything, it would have been good. That's so tough. Yeah. That's so tough. Well, we live and we learn, Grayson. And the lesson you walk away with is... Only go out with girls that JC thinks is attractive. Obviously. Well, also, I would have said, honestly, don't go out with a girl who ghosted you six months ago. Like, you know? I mean, she didn't ghost me. If anything, I kind of ghosted her because I just never responded to her. But that she also just stopped messaging, messaging me. Like, it was the the third time she canceled on me. It was the, oh, I went to Barton Springs today. I totally forgot. Oh, no, that's on her for canceling. Like, yeah, no, it yeah. definitely was. So, again, so that, she then, said, I'm so sorry, and then I was, I never responded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, again, that's not, I still count that as kind of ghosting. That's worse than ghosting. That's standing you up. It, yeah, giving a girl a chance after standing you up three times in a row. I mean, to fair, one of those times, it was because her pi tire popped. Stand, well, do we even know that was true? But standing you up two times even. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe not going forward. I think that's the lesson. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe so, maybe I so. I like my lesson more. To, I already forgot your lesson. Don't go out with girls that JC doesn't find attractive. Mm, mm. 
that too that too that too i'd say honestly don't go out with girls that hans doesn't find attractive if hans is such an aversive reaction um i mean it, i don't think hans <laughs> meant to have such an aversive reaction but it really did if she were there if she had heard that her feelings would have been very hurt oh for sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but no it was not intentional i already forget what hans said i mean she's rough. not outstanding it was something to that effect she's not outstanding yeah that's tough so yeah listen to hans going forward so true you know i think so but grayson we need to wrap up this podcast today is my mother's birthday i have to go pick up my uncle from the Happy airport birthday, Heather. in like a little over an hour or so i'll have to go do that grayson but we'll figure it all out we will make it through right i suppose so i guess so too um yeah we'll be back next week everybody goodbye adios